B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. Come on, man. You know I only surf Transformer sites when there's girls around so they can see how cool I am. Nerd Radio starts now. Welcome to this week's Nerd Radio on the podcast page at WRAF.com or wherever you're getting your podcast as part of the B-Pod Studios Network. My name is Chuck Bean, joined, as always, by uh, James and Albeck. Hello. Hey. Welcome to uh, another week in Nerd Radio, guys. We are about, as as uh, we record this, we are about a week out from Yumacon, which is uh, my one of my two big conventions that I love going to. I'm I'm looking forward to going out there, seeing all the people in cosplay. This is the first year I don't think I have a cosplay. No, no, I don't, I just haven't like I haven't put anything together. I haven't had the money or the time or even like the inspiration. I just now like, would you just reuse one that you've already got? I mean, you've always I got, could you know? I just don't like I don't because eh. there's been a few that you've reused. You could oh, always yeah. go as J Jonah Jameson. That was always that's fun. fair. Yeah, I'd have to grow the mustache out again. Yeah, that's true. That's the hard part about you could do that in a week. That's the hard part about the Jonah is when you when you trim it. If you trim it too short, you're Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> if you trim it too long, then you're Hulk Hogan. It's all it. bad, right? So like it's it, 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 it's by by degrees, by very small degrees. Now, when you have a mustache, how does your lady at home feel about it? Is she oh, she fan? loves it. Really, the mustache? Oh, just the the facial the the, the facial okay. uh, growth in general. She 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 says she likes the the tickles. Oh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, we know I didn't know. say down oh, there. Right. Wow. Hey, baby, I'm, I'm not talking. No, the little just the, when you kiss her on the cheek. I'm sure this decision won't haunt you forever. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go home tonight, honey. Uh, <laughs> I got some explaining to do. <laughs> yeah, I talked about the tickles on the radio show. Whoops! People the may know a bit more about our sex life than you want them to, and I have to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> right. Hey, Jay Moore on the uh, Twitch stream saying he's been listening to uh, Mark Cooper, who we had on last week oh, cool. on Spotify says uh yeah I mean he's, he's gonna be performing at Yumacon we just talked to him last week and that's gonna be uh that's definitely on my itinerary mm. to yeah. check out at Yumacon goes by what player one player one yeah. yep player one Mark Cooper if you want to check him out on streaming whether you're on uh wherever you are wherever you can listen to us on streaming you can more than likely find Mark Cooper is uh, Yumacon one of the ones that has like a focus is that the the one that's got a lot of anime stuff more anime based they've okay. got a huge game room Okay. Just a massive game. They one of the ballrooms in like the the Kobo Center. They they set up last year, and I'm pretty sure that they're, what they're going to do this year because they do a bunch of tournaments like Super Smash Brothers and Overwatch and all that that's stuff. Ask is it video game rooms, video like game. board games, Dungeons and Dragons? Well, that's the thing. They like have the video game Magic room, Gathering. which has a bunch of arcade machines, and then a whole bunch of uh, they've got consoles set up where you can sit down and play all the different yeah. games, or whatever like that. And then they have a big stage where they have the, the tournaments and whatnot, and you can watch them. Uh, but then they also have a board game room where you can um, you can hand over your license and then kind of rent a board game. You don't have to pay for it. You just you give them your license so you don't make off with a sixty dollars board game. What kind of game, game options do they have in the board game? Room? So many. Like Monopoly. They've or got is it more like no. They've got some Catan? of yeah. They've got some of your your staples like Monopoly or Risk or something like that. But then you know Settlers of Catan and you know just about anything that has come out in the last couple of years, you can grab the board game and sit down with some friends and try and figure it out. How it works. The best part was when all that stuff used to be over in the Ren Center, 
like those rooms would just be open 24 hours a day. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, because really the the like going to Yumacon in the day is fun because you can go in the dealer's room, which is just like Motor City, and you can check out, you know, you can buy stuff from the, the different dealers that have anime or they'll have, you know, T-shirts or yeah. all this fun stuff. But then that closes at like 7, so then everybody migrates over to the Ren Center because that's where a lot of the cosplayers get their pictures on that the glass walkway with the cool lights and stuff like that. But then, you know, everybody hangs out at the Volt Bar and gets trashed or goes up to their room. Typically that... that um, that hotel is just like rented out months before. So that's why people are going to the rent center because the hotel connection. Yes. Okay. Yeah. People will get their hotel room at the rent center and then uh, they, you know, have parties out of their room and do some drinking and playing some games and whatnot. It's a grand, it's a grand time. That's cool. Cause obviously the hotels within walking distance or you yep. can still take that useless train. You know, you the can. circle, yeah, and smell like PA when it's you get a off people it. mover, Al. <laughs> it moves people. From the rent center to the Kobo. Okay. Yes. Yep. And Greek Town and the now useless Joe. <laughs> yeah, it's always That's sad going by that Joe Lewis uh, thing because it's, it's right like, before Kobo. That's yeah. the thing. It's three. It's three stops from uh, from the Ren Center to Kobo. It's like nine stops to get back. Yeah. So most people will just walk from Kobo, take the River Walk, depending on how cold it is. Yeah. Well, it's cool that you gave some details on uh, on the, the the convention in case people were on the fence, you know, Absolutely. see what's there. Because uh, before that, all we really had was Mark Cooper, our you know guest last week. Which, right. if you haven't listened to that episode, that is up at wrf.com, also Rock ninety two nine Rocks Boston. Um, dot or, com. or any of our previous episodes back or in our archive because I go right. every year yeah. and then I come well, it's back. Good to know there's board games. It's more than just Mark Cooper and your you know Hitler mustache yeah. rides. <laughs> right. More than Chuck and Mark Cooper. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> Did that did that enter your brain like five minutes ago? And you're like, I have to, sure did. I have to sure say did. that out loud because that might be a good episode title. <laughs> I don't think I don't think B Pod Studios is not going to be happy about that. That's right. I'd like to welcome you to the final episode of Nerd Radio. <laughs> Download it before it gets deleted. Right. You don't think Killer Mustache Ride is going to fly? <laughs> I don't think no, so. I don't think so. I don't think they're going to be real cool with that. No, uh, probably Valiant not. Summer on the Twitch stream. No, ask, no, 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 no. Ask uh, Valiant Summer. Ask what are the dates? It is next uh, Thursday through Sunday. So I believe that's uh, that's Thursday Halloween. Thursday it's Friday is Devil's Halloween. Night. Yeah, Friday is Halloween. Friday, so it's Saturday's like, November first. Right. Yeah, the 29th through the second. Oh, wait, no, the second. no, I think you're a day second, over. Yeah, I'm off by a day because the second is the David took the Freaks point five k, and that's a okay. Saturday. Yeah. So it's Saturday is the so second, Thursday Friday is Halloween. Is the first. Thursday is Halloween. Yeah. yeah so Thursday Thursday wow. is typically when you can pick up your stuff, uh, like if you if you pre order a badge online or whatever like that. But it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and it's you know if you if you like being around nerds that are walking around looking like uh, characters in costume, then you I, I always feel like I am among my people. Yes. People just walking around everywhere. And then after about two hours, I'm like, I hate people. I want to go home. And I have to remind myself that this only happens once a year. So I better enjoy it. <laughs> right now, I might hate people. But like Tuesday, I'm going to be like, man, I wish it was back at UMCON. That was fun. I hate people so much once a year is too often. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Al, let's talk about the uh, Watchmen uh, sure. TV show that's on HBO. Because yeah. I know we both watched it. We did. James, did you watch Watchmen? I did not. I do. I don't. I don't have HBO anymore. Oh, you don't. don't okay. Have, uh, anybody giving me their password to the HBO app? Oh so. well, I'm sure you can find somebody. Uh, the uh, the first episode of Watchmen was on HBO on Sunday night, and um, it's a good show. Yeah, but somewhat confusing. 
because they do not say specifically where this, like it's called Watchmen. So I'm looking for all the characters from like the movie or the comic or something like that. And you see some touchstones like the owl ship or the Rorschach mask or something like that. But they don't give you any indication exactly what, when this is taking place. Um, no. So you're clueless as to like where in the timeline and the realm right. of Watchmen right. when this is, is this, these events are taking are Right. Is this going to be a, a, a reinterpretation of right. the comic? Is this supposed to take place after? Is this supposed to take place before? I had to go online and look it up. That's and, what I was going to say. You had an answer to that question because you went and looked into it. I, yes. who look into nothing ever, <laughs> as we know from this podcast, sure. had no idea when this took place. Uh, at all, so uh, what, where, when, when, and where? What's what's going on, Chuck? This is supposed to take place in the universe of the comic books. The events of the comic books happened, and this takes place thirty years later. So, essentially, in our real time right now, in that universe, thirty years after the events of the comic had happened, the comic is a little bit different than the than the movie. But if you've only seen the movie, I feel like you can drop right in and and, sure, and yeah. get a kind of thing but i just wish they would have like right at the top of the show like mentioned that instead they drop you right into a race riot in 1921 well yeah i mean they could have just put a little little bar down at the bottom with some text that just says this is not taking place in the watchman universe in the year 2019 yeah even if they would have you know? been like i mean they did kind of like 30 years later kind of kind of a thing but like yeah. just, just give me that and it's like I, I can try and piece it together from there well you were also telling me that the showrunner kind of drafted a letter that yeah. explains to fans like listen I understand being a Watchmen fan, this might upset Watchmen fans, but like I'm not trying to tell the the story that you read in the comic necessarily. Yeah, which was kind of cool. He he drafted like this five page letter and stuck it up on on Instagram. Yeah. It's uh, Damian Lindelof who did worked on Lost with J.J. Abrams and stuff like that, and he goes over the fact that like he got asked three times to do this, and the first two times he's like, no, you you don't want to you don't want to do Watchmen. You know, yeah. On TV. Well, Alan Moore is going to put a hit out on me if I. Well, do. yeah, for that he does mention that he's like Alan Moore apparently knows real magic, so I'm looking out for that. <laughs> I think he might. <laughs> I think he might. He, he, he harnesses it in his beard, right. it's like Samson. But he, he holds the power in his hair. He he said, you know, in the letter that like, hey, if you if you're a Watchmen fan and you're angry about us doing this, I get it, but. You know, I, I feel like it's the kind of thing that like somebody was going to do this, so better me than somebody else. Yeah. Is, quite possibly the mentality at least get somebody that- we are dealing with someone here who has absolutely no life i don't know it's it felt referring to al i don't know i'll see about the people who are complaining who are complaining about yeah. watchmen yeah yeah Appar- uh, apparently it's the i was reading too it's the latest thing to get review bombed online so Which like nerds are just pumping it up or knocking it no, down? No, they're just knocking it down. Okay. Like before they even see an episode, they're like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Oh, like, like the campaign to Rotten Tomatoes, something before it even comes out type right. of thing, yeah. And I think we talked about this the last time. None of us in this room, like, you don't go online and look at reviews and then decide no. if you want to see a movie or not no. that way. No, I'll ask James show. what he thought of a movie. Right. You know, because we do have differences, but a lot of times he and I do agree on movies. So I will respect James' review which may be completely contradictory of a professional critic, but I trust him. Yeah, well, it, it, that's the thing. That's I like. If anything, like okay, this weekend the new Zombieland movie came out. Mm-hmm. Excited mm-hmm. to see Zombieland. I love the first one. This one's yeah. probably going to be really fun. Whatever. But I, you know, I'm, it's I'm not in a rush to go out and see it. It's not the new Marvel movie. It's not the new Star Wars. We'll talk about Star Wars. Just give us give us a little time here. Um, but I'm, I want to go see it. But 
when you know over the weekend i'm just looking at my facebook just to see like the three or four people that are going to talk about it and some of them i'm like well i don't trust his opinion at all but then there's other people who's like oh if they liked it i'm probably gonna have a great time like you already know in your heart that you're gonna go see zombie land too yeah you just don't know when mm-hmm. exactly it, you it, know it's gonna happen regardless of what you hear or see or yeah. read you're seeing zombie land too you don't really care what the critics are saying or what you know it's like the criteria I use for not watching trailers. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. see it. Why am I going to spoil anything? Well, I'll tell you what. I, d- I did mention Star Wars, obviously, for, for Star Wars fans. The big news was this Monday during Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. They gave us the trailer for the, the last Star well, Wars movie, this trilogy. Before you move on to Star Wars, what I will say about the Watchmen show. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not a super Alan Moore fan, so I don't really no. care. I don't care if you traipse all over his work. I, I'm not Long-time nerd radio listeners know that you do not like Alan Moore. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I like some of the stuff he's written. I like V for Vendetta. You like his work. I, but... I do like his work. I don't, I'm not crazy about him very yeah. much, but... Um, I also frankly think he's a. I mean, like he's good, but I don't think he's like godly by isn't any he means. Like crazy? I thought he was like he's a, nuts, like, super crazy, isn't he? He, he, yeah. I mean, he studies actual magic, so yeah. that, you know, if if it exists, he probably knows oh, like it. crystals, like crystals, and he makes like con- like concoctions, yeah, with, like you know, the testicles of a newt and the the blood of a frog. Dude knows spells, some, some urine and semen of a stranger. Dude knows spells. Dude knows spells. <laughs> Right there. You know, normally we don't like to do, uh, we stopped doing this during the show, but that's the name. That's got to be the title. <laughs> no spells. Dude, no spells. That's got to be the episode title. <laughs> well, now my mission is to top dude, to no, top spells. dude no spells. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. We've never, we haven't done that, I don't think, since James joined the cast. This I, is, yeah, this is the, the gauntlet has been thrown down. This is the subtle game that we all play that we don't talk about yeah. is, is trying to figure out, like, what phrase yeah. would be really funny to put up on the website yeah. at WR, like when you're scrolling through. For Al, it's always the best because you have a subscription to the podcast. Yeah, so yeah. You see it Friday morning when you wake up in the morning. And what was it? A couple of weeks ago, you <laughs> yeah. laughed. You were telling me you were like, ah! you're just so happy that it was one of when whatever I'm, the titles was. When I'm having my morning deuce on fr- Friday. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's usually when I, appropriately yeah. enough, find out the title of that new week's Nerd Radio. That's you know what? Really get your bowels moving. A little Nerd Radio action yeah. on the podcast. That's asked, really the you know? best time to experience Nerd Radio. Yeah, nothing makes yep. the feces fly out of your butt crack better than the Nerd Radio podcast. Yep. You you laugh, your your yep. uh, your abs contract a little bit, and it whoop goes right there out. You go. Nerd Radio Audible laxative. <laughs> on the Audible B-Pod. laxative. There's another title. That's another really good. Look at that. <laughs> Damn you, Al! How am I going to top audio laxative? <laughs> no, that's, it's going to. You be can't rough. do it. Just <laughs> copying audio laxative. It's going to be a rough one. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. It's, it's now a, an official note on the Nerd Radio notes. Uh, but no, I was. Um, <laughs> to get back to what we were talking yeah, about. Alan Moore, crazy. Uh, Alan Moore, I'm not a big Alan Moore fan. I am prefacing it by saying that. I do enjoy his work, but whatever. Um, I will say, even though I didn't recognize any events taking place in that first episode, and this is just the first episode, too, I think is worth pointing out. Right. Who knows where it's going to go? Some of those answers that you had to look up maybe will become more clear as, we, as things unfold. I'm sure. But here's the thing. It still felt like Watchmen to me. Yeah. Like, it still felt very much like it was a part of that story, even though I didn't necessarily recognize it specifically, if that makes any sense. I'm absolutely one of the people who's really hyped that uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are doing the soundtrack. Yeah. Like, you can hear in that soundtrack, it's like, yep, yep, that's not great yeah. duo to do music for a movie or a yeah, serious. for sure. But we're also curious about what uh, people think listening to the podcast. So you can always hit us up, Nerd Radio 101, on all of our social media. That's usually my job. What do you I know. Hey, look, I know. <laughs> 
I'm also great at radio. Al's got his Son stuff together. He's a changed man. <laughs> He's taking responsibility. I just anyone else want to do their jobs today? Apparently, you're taking mine. <laughs> it's funny too because I just saw on, on uh, Twitter the other day that uh, Checkpoint XP has like these these cool knitted uh, Christmas sweaters, something like that. They've got little like eight bit versions of all their stuff, and I was like, man, we need to get to get a nerd radio T shirt. And then I started thinking about what would our nerd radio? It would great at radio. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great at radio. Yeah. And on the back, it would just say great at radio, and then on the back, it'd say nerd radio. Yeah. And that would be our t shirt. So look forward to that yeah. once, as we expand I'll take five. here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about Star Wars. The uh, Rise of the Skywalker trailer was on Monday during football because when I think Star Wars, I think Monday Night Football. <laughs> right. Um, I'm sure neither of you have seen it. However, I, yeah, feel I, like, I feel like this trailer was tailor made for you. Because you see a lot of stuff with no context whatsoever. Like it does not, it's not one of those trailers that makes you go, oh, the movie's going to go here and then it's going to go here and then it's going to go here. You just see like, oh, there's the Millennium Falcon and oh, there's Kylo Ren and oh, there's, you know, Ray doing cool stuff and oh, there's the droids. And I don't know what any of this, how any of this goes together at all. Still won't watch it. Yeah, well, I don't. I'm, I've never. I have a hard time talking you into anything. <laughs> I tell you about true. comics, you're like, nah, I'm not going to read it. Yeah. I tell you about TV show, oh, I'm not watching it. it sounds like, great. Won't do it. Yeah, I feel like what you're describing here is similar. To like if you're in a kitchen with a chef, you see all the ingredients, sure, but you yeah. don't know the dish he's making. Right. I feel like you can still try to draw conclusions to what's. Happening. Oh, I'm sure. You see all the ingredients. You see chicken. You see carrots. You see celery. These are chicken broth. You know chicken soup is probably on the menu. Right. So you kind of can still get an idea. Mm-hmm. But I do like that it's a lot of mystery compared to the most recent Terminator trailer. I don't want to take us yeah. into Terminator. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. When Sarah Connor drops to I'll be back. Yeah. Are you kidding me, Sarah Connor? That's the biggest line in the movie. You put it in the trailer. No one's going to see the flick. <laughs> uh, apparently, the, the early reactions uh, are great, though. Ah, everyone's, no. Everyone's saying this is the best Terminator movie since Terminator 2. Show me somebody who said that. I'm going to tell them they're wrong. The people on, okay, people online. I want to know. I want a picture. I want them face to face. I want them dead. I want their families yeah. dead. Yeah. I want their house burned to the ground. Yeah. And I'm going to piss on the ashes. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, uh, here you go. Here's, here's, I got it right here on my laptop. Terry Schwartz on, on Twitter says Terminator Dark Fate is a blast. Came for the return of Linda Hamilton and reprisal of Schwarzenegger. Was surprised and happy. To come out caring most about Natalia Ray's Danny. I don't, and I don't buy that. Gave me a lot of <laughs> She's a paid critic. She's a paid <laughs> critic. She works for Rotten Tomatoes. She was part of the Warner Brothers group or whatever. There's a- At Slash Film on Twitter says Terminator Dark Fate is better than you think it's going to be. It's trying oh. hard to be the Force Awakens of Terminator movies and mostly succeeds. It's better than you think it's going to be. You can say that about <laughs> almost any movie that you think is going to be garbage. That's how like, we- you know what? I thought it was going to be total trash. It was just, it was just hot trash. <laughs> That's how that's how I describe nerd radio to people on the street when it's I tell hot them. Trash. I'm, no, not as oh. it's better than you think it's going to be. <laughs> I was like, hot trash. Give us some credit, hot man. Hot trash. Give us some credit. Hot garbage. No way. No way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> what is this garbage? All right. Well, let's take a short break here. We'll uh, we'll recollect ourselves. I got some anime news for you. Which may or may not matter because you guys, neither one of you guys are big anime fans. Yeah, I was like, oh. However, we get, we get I know, Jefferson on the phone. I know that we have nerd radio listeners that are interested in anime, so I'm interested to get your guys' take. Uh, yeah, that's that's what you got to look forward to as far as their uh, contributions. Right, well, I'll be in the bathroom for the anime news. <laughs> Yo, nerd radio is coming back. This is nerd radio. That's cool. I'm taking it back. What are you nuts? I'm taking it back. You watch. 
Welcome back. It's more Nerd Radio on the podcast page, WRAF.com, and all over your social media at Nerd Radio 101. We're also in uh, Boston. Rock, 92.9rocks.com. And, of course, on your Twitch stream or on the Checkpoint XP Twitch stream on uh, Wednesday afternoons. Where can they find us, James? It's twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. All right, so here's a couple of anime-based stories that I just wanted to get uh, your guys' um, I don't know your two cents on. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you about five cents. Are you rem- are you at all familiar with Studio Ghibli? They do <laughs> they they do a bunch of. <laughs> what did you just say to me? Studio Ghibli? <laughs> is that like a the part of the turkey? No, it is not. No, it is a it is a um, studio in Japan. They are essentially the the Disney of Japan. They've done a bunch of movies like My Neighbor Totoro, Spirited Away. <laughs> Believe it or not, I've seen that movie. But you've like, seen My Neighbor Totoro. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely have. My sister and I thought okay. that was the funniest goddamn thing we'd ever see when we were kids. We watched it over and over. There again. you go. So, uh, <clears throat> all of their movies are coming to HBO Max next year. You'll be able to stream all their movies, and that is oh, dude. That's not going to happen. I am so out on HBO Max. Like, yeah, that actually, it's HBO Max makes me so. Fun. So mad. So mad. <laughs> Why is that? Because you're already paying for HBO. Like you're already like HBO's the original streaming service. I'm already paying fifteen bucks a month for HBO. Okay. And they want me to spend more money for their streaming service? Like, are you kidding me? Like you, you want to watch Studio Ghibli or not? Okay. <laughs> if you don't want to see the animated giblets, then you gotta pay the money. <laughs> Thanksgiving is coming. <laughs> no, oh, sorry. HBO it pisses me off. I can't I it's so mad. Just All right. want to double down. Right. Well, I'm excited because there are a few of those movies that I have not seen before. So I'm hoping to uh, to get me, at least for a month, HBO Max so I can check out all that stuff. Boo. Here's some bad news, though. Uh, they uh, Netflix is making a live-action version of the anime Cowboy Bebop. And I don't know if I've ever talked to you. Seriously, though, our streaming services now has streaming services. Like, that's insane. That is nuts. That's so insane. That is like, it's got to stop. The premium streaming. So you can get the regular or you can get the premium. Like, it's one thing when you got ads on Hulu. Right. But, like, no, we're going to put even more special yes. content on something else. You guys don't have to worry about Nerd Radio ever being on an extra special streaming oh, God, content. No. Careful, oh, careful what you promise. You never know what's going to happen here. I don't know. They, you know. There'd have to be a pretty large paycheck for me to change my mind on that one. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Cowboy Bebop is quite possibly the best anime ever. Is Still. that the one yeah. with the sexy girls in outer space, or is that a different anime I'm thinking of? Uh, there's a lot of anime with sexy girls in outer space. So Okay, well, I'm, I'm I don't know. know. Cowboy Bebop is, is the one that's essentially like Joss Whedon's Firefly. In, in anime form. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had cast John Cho from the Star Trek movies uh, to be the, the lead character, Spike. And apparently there was an onset mishap, and now he is down for somewhere between seven and nine months. So uh, we were really looking forward to Cowboy Bebop in 2020. Probably going to be born like 2021 at this point. That, didn't, did not, that did nothing for me. Right, you brought that in. You told me if you're gonna Cowboy like anime, up, yeah. yeah. If you're gonna like anime, it's got a, some of the ingredients I like. It's you said it was kind of like a almost like a uh, like a western, yeah, but it's also like a western a sci-fi. sci-fi. And so I, I, I don't know. I could have just been in a weird mood when I tried it, but I, you know, I had it for a little while and so I just brought it back. You're just not an anime fan. Is I'm what not. It is. I don't. It except for my neighbor Totoro. The art form <laughs> doesn't do anything for you. How old were you when you saw my neighbor Totoro? Oh God, it was. I mean, do we? I rented it at the video store, right? right? So I mean, it was a long time ago. <laughs> Were you in a weird mood when you tried that one too, Al? I must have been. I don't know. I can't believe. I I am going. I cannot wait to text my sister later it's to safe. let her know we that it came up on, yes, on, the, on the podcast. 
Um, what else I got here? How about the Batman movie? All the casting news in the last seven days over the Batman movie. They got, mm. uh, what is it, Zoe Kravitz is going to be Catwoman in this Robert Pattinson Batman movie. and um, Jonah Hill is officially out. Jonah. Whether he's going to be a ripped Riddler or Penguin or whatever, right. he's, he's not involved whatsoever. Jonah Hill is out, but apparently Jason Alexander has put out some tweets that he's interested in what? being the Penguin. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it's a good casting call, but right. there's a part of me that, that, I, that enjoys that news. Dude, that, <laughs> the movie sounds like it could be a train wreck, so why not throw Jason Alexander in there? Just, right. I mean, he, was, he was amazing in Dunstan Checks In. So, well, Here's the thing. He's, he's a really good actor, though. I mean, he's not George Costanza. You know what I mean? Like He's, he's really good. Yeah, right. So it would be interesting, and I think he could do it. I mean, I don't know. Again, it's another. He wouldn't necessarily have been my choice. I never would have thought him of him if we did the whole. Let's cast this movie. Who would you? I would never in a million well, years I, think of him. I gave you guys the opportunity like what a month ago, and well, we talked yeah. about Jonah Hill, and you just, just nothing. Well, yeah. Like who would you cast as Penguin? And just crickets. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and it will again. <laughs> So the other Batman news was uh, uh, I read that Jared Leto tried to get the Joker movie kind of like, hey, don't make that. Like, I want to be the Joker for at least another movie or two. So, like, why don't you guys hold off on getting Joaquin Phoenix to be Joker? Man, he's a whiny little bitch, that Jared Leto. (laughs) And I do like him. He's a good actor. Like, I don't think I've ever seen anything where he let me down his performance. Yeah. But I I guess I get it, though. I do... Because we talked about this the other day on the morning show, and the main point that was being made was they are such drastically different versions of the character, uh, and it's not like Joaquin Phoenix is going to get rolled into the Batman DC. I certainly universe. hope not. No, like it's, we're not going to see him up against Robert Pattinson. Like it's not going to happen. It was a different type of movie. So that argument being said, I can also understand Jared Leto's like. Dude, what the hell? Like, I'm the Joker now. Yeah. And I presumably am going to be coming back, and you're just re- you're redoing it. So I do actually understand why he's so upset. I was just entertained that, like, I, I posted that on my personal Facebook page with the, the caption of, like, show me somebody who's upset that Jared Leto's not coming back as the Joker. And it was... Right here. <laughs> I, was gonna say- I think he's great as the Joker. I love that version of the Joker. He's a gangster-ass mofo. He's got the grill. And I, I, thought, it, I thought it was cool. I, love, I would have loved to see him get to expand and play that character more in a different, whether it's Suicide Squad or a Joker and Harley Quinn flick. I would have loved to see him play that character uh, more fleshed out. Yeah. And back to an earlier point that we were making about critics and stuff. Like, I do trust James' opinion. Now, as I sit here right now, I have the completely opposite opinion. I did not care for... Jared Leto as the Joker. I didn't care right. for Suicide Squad at all, but I've heard not just James, but a number of people, you know, whose uh, opinions I do respect, speak, you know, not necessarily highly, but positively about Jared. And I'm like, maybe I just need to go back and watch it again. You know, maybe, maybe it is worth seeing a second time. I remember seeing it on, you know, like uh, on TV and being like, this is a lot less abrasive than it was watching it on a big movie screen. Yeah. Like all the colors and and the the overt music cues and stuff, I was like, "All right, th- I can I can deal with this on a television a lot better than I can yeah. deal with it in a theater." So I I do think I got to go back and watch it again. But it's like I don't know. I'm kind of torn on this whole Jared Leto wanting Joker not to be made because I do understand where he's coming from, you know. And at the same time, too, you don't really know the full story of what was actually said. 
somebody could just take something that was he might have said like in passing and they're blowing it up to be a big thing because what's it doing now you got more people coming to check it out you create more hype for joker with joaquin phoenix so there's just more headlines more publicity so you don't really know what exactly was being said because i feel like if i was jared leto like whatever dude i'm gonna go dry my tears with all the sorts of cash that i have just in this bag in my closet yeah all that joker money yeah Here's a story I wanted to to talk to you guys about because um, there was there's a a dentist out of um, let me find this. I want to be a dentist. Yeah, there's a there's a dentist out of Denver, (laughs) Denver, Colorado. It was absolutely was. Who's a who's a a video game collector? That's where all his dentist money is going towards towards collecting these video games. And he, how much money did you spend on this game, Chuck? I just spent nothing. (laughs) Absolutely nothing. But he spent uh, about... You see how much preamble he's got this time? Yeah, no, he's, I was prepared. He's, he's got, here's this guy's social security number. <laughs> like the whole thing is laid out this time. He, uh, According to the story, uh, which was in the Washington Post, he got more than three dozen of some of the most sought-after vintage video games mint in the box mm. for about a million dollars. Do we know what some of the titles are? Uh, well, there's a picture of him with uh, Mario Brothers and Gumshoe from the Nintendo Entertainment System. Is Kid Icarus in that list? Um, one of the okay, so some of the stuff he's got, they call it a black box copies. The original mm-hmm. Nintendo eight bit Nintendo games, the cop, the boxes were black and they had like a star design in the background, something like that. Uh, some of the some of the high high priced items is uh, the Mario Brothers Arcade Edition, 1986. Um, so that's the one where you just kick the shells? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's like the worst game ever. That's, the game right, but finding, it, finding one of them that's like nobody ever opened. I know. I guess I would get to think of it in terms of the collectors, but I'm like, I would never play that. Right. That's like torture. I'd give that to prisoners to play in prison. Like, have fun. Uh, the, two, the two known copies of Golf that still exist, the Nintendo version of Golf, from the, the, original, the only known copy of Bloon Flight that people are aware of that be, that is mint in the box and the only known copy of Gumshoe were part of that uh, particular collection. Is that like a detective game? It was. You used the light zapper and this little detective guy would kind of side scroll like Mario and if you wanted to jump, you shot him with a light zapper. But at the same time, stuff would fly out and you could shoot it before it hit him. I think I may, may have played that. Yeah. It sounds really hmm. familiar. But it made me think, I wanted, I wanted to do this with you guys, and this, this may fall flat as, as the, uh, the Batman casting did a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. If money is no object, and it doesn't have to be a video game, but if money is no object, what are some of like, the holy grails that you would love to, love to own? I tell you right now, Maximum Carnage, Red Cartridge, Sega Genesis, um, but I also have to have the controller with the six buttons. Yeah. And I would probably be fairly happy. Have you seen the so. new the Genesis Mini that's just come out? Because I think that controller has those six. It's the six-button controller. Nice. But if Maximum Carnage isn't included, it I'm is not, not interested. No, unfortunately, it is not. For me, it's still the... I don't necessarily... I didn't play as, as many of the console games growing up. Right. Because my brother owned the console, and if we wanted to play it, he charged us money. <laughs> little bastard, that guy. What a money-making genius. <laughs> he was an entrepreneur. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, we're talking like nickels and whatever, but he had a whole thing because he had the Game Gear, he had the Nintendo, he had the Genesis and the whole thing. Anyway, uh, but, I mean, we've talked about it before, my holy grail of games. that I, The game that I think about sometimes is Empire Earth. That, the, yeah. The computer game. Well, that's why I said it doesn't have to be a video game. Like, it could be a comic book or it could be, you know, like a, a movie that you haven't seen in forever. Like, man, I'd love to have that. I don't enjoy things. No. <laughs> but no, like a video game that I want back is that one still. We've talked about it on the show before, though. Sure. And I just, you know, they've, they've got it out there, and 
goodoldgames.com and all that stuff, but yep. it just doesn't seem to work on any new computers. So I would have to get a Ninja Turtles arcade game. Yeah. If I if I if I if money was no object, you're gonna want to come to my house in a, about a week or two. I, are you getting that thing from Walmart? I got the one from Walmart. Oh, it's coming man. delivered on Friday. That's amazing. It's probably the best uh, has, chunk of change I've dropped in a long time. It has both of the, both of the first and the Duh, second one. Yeah, on it. the That's arcade so game good. and Turtles in time. I can't. Yeah, I'm gonna have to come over to James' house and play Ninja Turtles. That's gonna be a good time. All right. Well, let's take a short break and we'll come back uh, a little bit more nerd radio for you. I don't know what we're gonna talk about. I don't have any stories left. <laughs> You burned them all. I did. I burned through them. That's good because we've got a very limited time. We so do. <laughs> all right. Nerd Radio is coming back. Hi, I'm Christopher Sabat. I'm the voice of Vegeta and others. And you're listening to Nerd Radio. Welcome back. It's more Nerd Radio on the podcast page, WRF.com. It's part of the B-Pod Studios Network. And, of course, on your social media at Nerd Radio 101. You all right over there, Al? I'm good. <laughs> I was just trying to cover up my ass when I got while I got back into the chair. I could, I could kind of like I, I've got the video preview up in the window with the chat, so yeah. I can, I could kind of see you like maneuvering. Uh, yeah, I was trying to, to. Yeah, you were trying to get in the chair without well, going. Ugh. Yeah, well, I'm trying not to make noise. I am getting fatter right now, so the shirt's not covering as much, you and I can to expose yourself. Yeah, I can only <laughs> rely so much on James' discretion. <laughs> Hey, I confess, I took care of you during the editing of a video earlier. But how many times are you going to let me get away with that? You're a very smart man, Al. <laughs> <laughs> you got your freebie. Yeah. So for the last two weeks or so, I've been playing Final Fantasy 15 ever since I finished Spider-Man. Are you liking that? Because I don't know. That's why okay. I wanted to talk to you about it. Because I, I didn't play it. You've definitely it, logged more time than i have but I, I looked last night when i was sitting there playing it i'm about at the 19 hour mark and yeah, a lot more time than me okay first of all the gameplay itself is not your traditional jrpg final fantasy gameplay like it feels right. like they were trying to simulate what it's like to play world of warcraft or one of the final fantasy mmos like all the fights against the monsters are kind of they take a while and they're epic and you could die in any given fight kind of thing depending on where you where you go also if you remember the old final fantasies you would have sections of the map while you were wandering around and then like you knew if you crossed that bridge that was you had to be a certain level yeah and that does not exist in this game i have wandered into monsters that are way too powerful for me more than once mm. and i don't know that i enjoy that but also there I think that happened to me when i was trying to play skyrim for a little bit yeah probably so, you know. But there's also this, like, there's a big epic fantasy story going on. You're playing, uh, you're these four dudes that look like they walked out of a hot topic, and you're driving a car around the countryside. You're on a, wow. you're on a road trip, uh, but one of them is supposed to be the prince of this, uh, this kingdom. And early in the prince game, of hot topic. the prince of hot topic land, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but early in the game, you find out through the through the the news that's coming in that uh, an empire has ta- has assaulted the kingdom that he's from while he's out on this road trip so you can't go back so you have to start finding people that made it out of the city and finding out how you're going to you know get your avenger whatever and go back and there's these 12 mystic weapons you gotta you find throughout the countryside or something like that that's that's the main story of the game i've been playing for 18 hours and i swear to god nothing story related has happened in about six hours because i've just been running errands you need I've, a strategy guide, my friend. I've, I've been collecting vegetables and uh, hunting down monsters and getting uh, getting gemstones for this this dude with a forget about it accent mm-hmm. that uh, makes jewelry for me. But that's been going on for like six hours. 
And that's how I've been leveling up. So it sounds like instead of Final Fantasy 15, you're just playing a game called Jewelry Slave. It's something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It does not feel like a traditional Final Fantasy. And maybe that's yeah. because the last one I played was like nine yeah. or ten. But it's it's I I don't you're know. Not, you're not hating it though, because you're nineteen hours into it. Now you could see a fifty hour game to the end just yeah, because. Right. But I feel like you like if that game doesn't grab you in the first forty five minutes, you're out. Well, I think that's exactly what happened to me <laughs> in Final Fantasy XV. It was weird. I did play it. And I feel like anybody who had that experience, I cannot say, like, oh, you really should have stuck with it. Like, I remember when, I think it was when 12 came out on the um, mm, yeah. PlayStation 2, one of the stories was that, like, yeah, if you said, after the first, like, 20 hours, the game really picks up. I'm like, no, no. I'm not paying the game for 20 hours and not liking it so yeah, that it can no, that's get better. Yeah. That's how I feel about a lot of TV programs. Right, for sure. Like Game of Thrones. <laughs> you guys, you just got to get through the first season, and it's killer the rest of the way. So I and have see, to invest like 10 hours of my time to be bored. And see, I had a exciting. reverse uh, experience with Game of Thrones. I really liked the first season, and then it just got too weird for me. And I think I had trouble tracking it week to week. Now that it's done, I would like to go back and try it again since I could watch the entire thing episode yeah. to episode. But, uh, I, you know, because that's how I watched the first season, and I liked it. First season was out. Second season had not aired yet so i got to go first 10 episodes boom 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 loved it and then they lost me right i don't know how you could stay awake all right well robbie's in the chat he's getting really antsy so i think we need to get out of here uh delete this we got four minutes (laughs) i'm gonna delete your drops robbie Robbie. (laughs) thank you guys Thank you guys as always for uh, for checking in here on on <laughs> Twitch. Is, is he in the window? Is no, he giving no, you the, no. the stink eye? <laughs> no, that's oh, here comes Norris. Yeah. Now we're in, now we're in trouble. Oh okay. no, we're being evicted. <laughs> Norris Norris is yelling at us. He's never been on Nerd Radio. Yeah. Yeah, this is his only appearance. Came in here specifically. He's looking right at me when I he know. says out now. Yeah, well. You're at your. Oh. <laughs> he's just giving a shake head. He's just. Mm-mm. He has listened to the show before. Yeah. Don't make eye contact now. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for uh, thank you guys for yeah. listening to us on the podcast page or wherever you get in the podcast. Keep throwing the rate and reviews at us. Last time I looked on uh, Apple uh, Apple Tunes or whatever they're calling it now, we had like twenty reviews. Wow! And only Apple, one, Apple Tunes. One of one of them's a four star. The others all five stars. So thank you guys for so so much for that stuff. And James has been super busy the last week adding shows to our YouTube channel at Nerd yeah. Radio One Hundred and One. So if you want to go there. And uh, subscribe and check stuff out. We are also... Yeah, uh-huh. Go subscribe to that. Uh-huh. <laughs> we almost got through a show without DMX. I, I almost dropped an F-bomb earlier. <laughs> and I didn't, but yeah. All right, we're out of here. Thank you guys, as always. Thank you guys, Twitch, uh, or for Checkpoint XP, for letting us uh, get in your studio. Bye-bye! Oh, no! <laughs> I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. See you later, nerds. And we're out. (laughs) It would be really funny. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) That's already my favorite. It it would be really funny to start off the Twitch stream and just sit here in silence while you hit drops. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing but. Yeah. (laughs) It's like some demon yelling at me or something. That's Carl. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's essentially what we've got now. I don't remember what this drop was, and I remember loving it. Oh, no!
<laughs> it's like not labeled. I know it's labeled poorly. I need it's to fix la- it. That is labeled poorly, and I'm just I'm staring at it during that last segment. Going, I remember loving this drop, but I, I can't remember, remember for the life of me is. what the fuck it was. And so I thought about dropping it on you in the middle of the show just to find out, and I I didn't. That's from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Okay. It's an anime. Oh, no. That's an anime drop. It sounds like a sumo wrestler falling <laughs> or something bad happened to him. Oh, well, there you go. There's everything you know, need to know about me. I've got a favorite drop, and I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> But I knew I liked it for sure. Uh, I was just gonna say how good of a dude Robbie is. And I was kicking us out in 22 minutes. Yep. But Robbie saved me because I tweeted uh, you guys, or I included you guys in a tweet yesterday. Oh, that's right. With a video clip from a previous episode. Yep. Involving Splooge, and I uh, <laughs> I tagged the wrong Al Beck on <laughs> you Twitter. Did. It was some some girl from Florida. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus, I don't understand yeah. anything. I just doing Al Beck, not Al Beck Radio. And then oh. Robbie caught that and tweeted him. He's like, you uh, got the wrong, got the wrong Al Beck. And I was like, ah, uh, whatever. That Al Beck can deal with it. And I click on him. I'm like, oh, it's like a 22-year-old girl from Florida. I better fix that. They can deal thanks, with Robbie. it. 